Hey, sisters, how are you? Before we dive into this week's episode, I I wanted to share with you there there are two things that I do every day, no matter what, that have honestly made such a huge impact in my hormones. Um, and I'll explain why as I walk you through them. But I'm always trying to share, you know, really simple things with other people because I know, I know we're so busy. And part of the reason we don't we struggle to implement is just that there's so many things. So I try to offer you some really simple things. There are two things. One, I drink a daily greens. Uh, greens juice. Um, it's a powder. I mix it with water. You know, there's a lot of amazing ones out there. The one that I have fallen in love with for a long time is Organifi Greens. Um, they do offer a 15 to 20% discount for any of my listeners. You just need to go to Organifi.com, get the green juice or anything that feels good for you. Use the discount code Bria. But why, why it helps so massively is the first thing we break our fast within the day, the first thing we put in our gut determines so much that has to do with our gut health, flora and fauna, our mitochondria in our cells. And, and those things matter because they're going to impact our um, any inflammation, any cravings that we're having. And of course, the balance, the delicate balance of our hormones, because it all works together like an orchestra. So if you are waking up and diving right into caffeine or having, you know, having breakfast, that's not just a great veg and protein, a little bit of health carbs and you really want to power pack your results and, and in a simple simple way I swear by my greens but the other thing I do that I love so so much is I wake up every day and I spend 10 to 20 I've worked up to about 30 minutes mostly because I have a dog walking and listening to something listening to either a meditation listening to some type of health content um that helps me to set my brain right. Because one of the biggest reasons we don't follow through on our goals is that we kind of forget that's what we're doing. We're so busy already. We can't clear our schedules. This isn't the biggest loser where we get to go and be sequestered somewhere, right? We have our life still and we're trying to implement new things with our existing life. Starting your day or even having a walk after dinner or after a meal, where you are listening to something that brings you to a place of remembering your body, mind and soul and how to treat it, how it should feel, has actually been proven to improve hormone imbalance by about 47%. So I wanted to share with you my my hormone healing meditation mini series. It's normally a $47 value. I want to give it to you for free. If you just go out of your way for two seconds today and leave a, a written review, rate and review this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, take a little snapshot, send it to me in my Instagram DMs or Facebook messenger or in an email, whatever you want on the contact me section on my website. And I will send them to you for free within 24 hours. Um, I just, this has been one of the highest impact things for me, again, to set my brain right, to get me on that path um, and just keep me in that really body energetic abundance zone. So if you are willing to, to go and do that review, my biggest passion, my biggest mission here is to really help spread the education around our hormones and perimenopause and menopause to women and help more women suffer less. Because if you are spending even 10% of your week 
consumed by how you feel in your body, that is too much. We want to make sure we're out living our lives, living ferociously this one wild and precious life. So I hope to see some of your messages soon. Let me send this to you as a gift and to say thank you for showing up. Share this podcast with whoever you can and just know I'm here if you have any questions. All right, sisters, let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sisters, it's Bria here, host of the Period Whisperer podcast, um, and your your fellow sister who, you know, is hormonally challenged at times. <laughs> I want to make sure you know, like on that note, let's make sure everyone's on the same page in knowing you don't like fix your hormones and then you're fine. We, we learn lifestyle habits that get our body into an easier place to create that homeostasis, right? Like the body's always working towards balance. That's what it's doing. That's why it's so exhausted these days in perimenopause because, you know, it's busy trying to keep balance all times where it didn't need to try so hard when we were, you know, in our 20s and early 30s and before then. But I wanted today to share with you kind of like the five key things that you should pay attention to, the way our body, you know, tells us, you know, something is going on. There's there's so much that we can consume, right? And I want you to know, like, that is what I focus on. I focus on the learning and the education of understanding all the symptoms of the female body and trying to get it super simple for you here. Um, Because I know what it's like to want to learn a skill, whether for me, whether it's been an online business and growing my business here online, launching a podcast, being a better parent, handling a teenager, whatever it is, there's so much goodness gracious information out there, right? There's just so much darn information out there and it can be super overwhelming. So I'm trying to do this for you, really streamline it for you. That's what this podcast is about. That is really what my mission here is for you to try to educate you more on what's happening because we're super uneducated as women on what's going on in our bodies um, at any age, but definitely in menopause and perimenopause. So I'm reminded of this often because all too often, like whether it's my one-on-one clients or even in the application calls that I do or just the DMs you guys send me or even my friends, you know, I had a really great conversation with one of my friends yesterday and we were just talking about how menopause is really just the 365th day after your last period. So, you know, somewhere along the lines, we do stop bleeding 
And when it's been 365 days, so one day more than a year, you are in menopause and then you are post-menopause. That's it. So we think of menopause as this overarching umbrella of everything, but it's really like a day. And then we're post-menopause. Everything before that day is known as pre-menopause or perimenopause, or more medically, it's called the menopause transition. And that's important to understand that difference because the, the words get thrown around a lot. A lot of people go to their doctor and they're like, I think I'm in perimenopause. I'm going to clear this up for you right now. If you are over 35 and you are still bleeding, you are in perimenopause or premenopause or menopause transition, whatever you want to call it. You're not menopaused or postmenopause. You are not in like if you're over 35, you're not in smooth sailing reproductive land. This is why once you hit 35, if you get pregnant, it's called a geriatric pregnancy. Because at this point, we are in perimenopause. So things are a little, you know, like the Wild West going on in our hormones. They are naturally dysregulated. I think it's important that we understand these things. It's not our fault that we're not educated. I mean, like, let's let's really think about this for a minute, you know. One, there might be more information out there than we think that is being told to us and we just don't pay attention because we're not in that season in our life. True. But realistically, when you look at what culture tells us, like my mom never really talked about going through her transition. My grandmother certainly didn't. And, you know, none of my friends' moms talked about it. So it wasn't something we ever really even normalized and heard about. The only time I ever heard much about it was when it was on TV and women were having hot flashes or they were bitchy, right? Or they were, you know, moody. And everyone's like, oh, well, she's in menopause. Like that was what we are taught. And we have to recognize that that's the only information culturally coming at us. That's what we think it is. And that is not what it is. So I want to clear that up and 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 recognize that that is the value of this podcast. I'm trying to teach you and educate you in an area that none of us have been educated. I mean, the female body alone, we're so poorly educated on. Even, you know... I mean, I even remember having to figure out how to put a tampon in by myself. Like, I didn't know. I was probably too embarrassed. Not probably. I was too embarrassed to ask. Um, I definitely didn't know, even until recently, that the period of ovulation where you can actually get pregnant is only about four to six days. Like, I didn't know that until I started diving into this stuff about four or five years ago. You know, there's, there's so many things that seem like basic knowledge that we don't know, and it's not our fault. So we don't know it because we've never been educated, and we don't know it because culture really tells us this is how things are, so we take that in. I mean, goodness, we can't be experts at everything, right? So we do have to trust how the world teaches us, but I think it's more important to begin to get clear on where our information is coming from at all times. That's, you know, that's been the beauty and the mess of social media, right? It's really cool that we have this amazing platform to reach out to people and see what's going on at all times in the world. And, but we have to be really, you know, aware of like where our information or misinformation is coming from. So choose that wisely. Make sure that the people who are teaching you do have an education in the area, do have some, you know, as my coach likes to call it receipts, you know, proof that their methodology works. Um, yeah. Okay. I digress on that one. So what's really important now that we understand about what the difference between perimenopause and menopause is, everyone's going to go through menopause. Every woman is going to pause their meno, right? Like at some point we are not going to bleed anymore. 
the time between when we are really, you know, hormonally chugging along under 35, right? From when we get our period to under 35 to when we actually hit the menopause is called this perimenopause. And it is different for every woman. The the symptoms, the experience is different for every woman because what perimenopause really does is it highlights what is already not going so hot on the inside. Now, we didn't realize it was not going so hot because we don't listen to the whispers of our body, right? We, instead of instead of listening to the way our body kind of whispers and nudges at us and is like, hey, I'm tired today, or hey, you know, we're in our luteal phase, maybe we need to eat a little bit more. Hey, you know, it starts out all nice and kind, but then when estrogen starts, starts going away, and we stop being, you know, those rose-colored glasses, the body kind of just sticks up the red flag and starts yelling at us, right? You have digestive issues, you know, you have brain fog. Sorry, we're not going to lose weight anymore. Like you're, you've stuck me in stress mode way too long. So many pieces of the puzzle are happening. And your lifestyle, our lifestyle, my lifestyle, your lifestyle, how we move, how we sleep, how we manage stress, you know, how we eat, supplements or medications that we take, our exposure to the environment, all of these pieces of the puzzle will determine whether these years are a complete hot mess for us or whether they're actually maybe not that big of a deal. You know, one of one of my girlfriends I was talking to yesterday was like, well, I keep expecting to feel things. And I think she said she's 45, but I'm not really. And she lives really balanced, chill, like never really overeats, you know, moves really smoothly. And of course, genetics play a small role in that. But really, it has so much to do with lifestyle. Um, so, you know, I, I know that feels like it's putting the fault on us, but I want to remind you, it is not our fault that maybe our lifestyle is in the way that is causing our body like such extreme unhappiness, but it is our responsibility to step up and change it. Not only for us, but for the women coming after us, for our daughters, our granddaughters, and so on, and for our friends so that they know there's different ways of doing it. Another example, you know, I've had countless clients come to me and, you know, they're like bloated and they have indigestion and they cannot, and they don't understand why they can't lose weight. And I just... Again, there's a lot of comp, like there's a lot of sciencey, medical, complicated ways of putting this, but I'm just gonna try to make it really simple because that's how I like to digest things in metaphors and simplicity. Look, when the body is stressed out, it cannot do anything else other than manage that stress. Think about this. I, I have so many memories of when my kids were really little. You know, like the kids are talking at you and needing things from you and you're trying to prep dinner like I almost want to cry just hearing about this and you're tired because you haven't slept in days like do you remember these days and the dog is looking at you because someone isn't walking it and my now ex-husband like walks in and is like asking about batteries and I'm like what like you you literally like the food gets burnt no one's happy anyone ends up crying and you're just a hot mess because you cannot function in that level of chaos, when your body is trying to manage all the things that are happening inside of it, as well as this hormone imbalance that's happening because you're in perimenopause, it can't, it just can't. And, and physiologically it won't because when we are in a stressed out state as we are living, 
And I would argue because of COVID that I think we are more stressed out than ever, right? Like it just pushed this epidemic of women, you know, specifically in North America going through this to a new level. Um, but when, when we are in a stressed out fight or flight state, physiologically, the body says we need to conserve for whatever stress is coming down the line, right? Prehistorically, we need to run from the stressor or fight the stressor. So the body is conserving fat by storing extra fat. So it doesn't matter whether you're eating a darn salad or whether you're eating a Big Mac, it's going to get stored as fat and your metabolism is getting suppressed to wait for that moment when you really have to expend that energy. So it's really important that you understand this and that more women know that until you get your body back into a place of rest and homeostasis and where it's not dealing with all this inflammation, it literally will not only not lose weight, it will continue to gain it. And I have had clients eating very little food, working out. And I was even one of these people, you know, for a while I was, you know, eating pretty, pretty darn well, working out hard six days a week and my leggings were getting tight. And, you know, whether you feel like you have five pounds to lose or 105 pounds to lose, it doesn't change the fact that when you are doing your best and you feel like you're doing the thing you're supposed to do and you're working hard at it and it's not working, the shame spiral that comes with that of this, I'm a failure, I'm not doing enough. Oh gosh, I'm very emotional about this, sorry. <laughs> it's real. It's very real and it's very hard on us. And more women need to understand that this is not, a, it's not their fault. There's an entirely different path. You, you, can't even, you can't even keep forcing this path. You can't even keep walking the path of working out hard and eating less. It won't happen. You're just making it worse. So, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to bring it right back. Here we know that it highlights these, because we're in an imbalance already, anything that's already a bit in shambles and struggle busing in our body, right? Maybe our digestion's always been a little bit wonky. Maybe our nutrition hasn't been, maybe you've been someone who's been able to kind of eat whatever they want and all of a sudden that's not working for you anymore. You know, whatever it is, is gonna stop working for you. And that will be highlighted because we are now, our body is working harder behind the scenes to fix this imbalance. So there's other issues always going on in your gut health and your metabolism, um, you know, in your blood sugar levels and your insulin resistance. All of these things are probably already having some small issues. And then when we have this natural imbalance, it is just like exponentially making it worse. And that's why so many women right now, like, 40, I really see it more often. I was a bit early at 37, 38, I think, because of my own major stresses in life. But but I'm more often than not, it's sort of this 45 to 55 range, but it can be anywhere in there. So it's being highlighted. Plus, we're really good at pretending everything is okay. So you've probably been having issues for a lot longer, and you're pretending it's okay and pretending it's okay and not dealing with it. Am I right? Send me a DM if I am. So how do we get back from this, right? I talk about this on the podcast. We talk about various ways to come, you know, come back from this all the time. But 
the, the most important thing you need to understand is that you, you have to be able to hear the messages of our body, right? We can't, we cannot ignore these messages anymore and expect things to be okay. There's no more room in the Monica closet. Like it's full and we have to unpack it and clean it. Do you know what I'm talking about here? There's that episode, you know, Monica's like super type A and everything has a place. And then she's got one closet that is jacked full, like a stuffed locker because she doesn't know where these things go. We all have, we've, pretended things are fine for a really long time and just completely been able to ignore that there were issues and here we are and now the issues are coming to light we have to kind of clear them out so we have to do before we can even hear what our body is saying going forward like a tantruming child we have to calm the situation um and if you listen to the podcast, that is a lot of what we talk about. Next episode, I am going to really dive into how to calm this chaos, of course. It's also why I have my one-on-one coaching program. But I want to let you know that I'm going to be in February launching the Perimenopause Posse, which is the first ever membership program that's focusing on helping women in perimenopause know, be educated about their bodies you know, follow through on their programs, get you some live coaching. So if you've been interested in either getting into my world, learning from me, you know, if you if you keep trying and stopping and you need more consistent coaching, if you have wanted to, to apply for one of my one-on-one coaching programs, but it seems like a little too much, either time-wise or financially, this is going to be a really affordable, simple option for us to work together and for you to follow through on your goals. Because I know most of the time women are struggling with you know, being consistent and remembering why they are doing this um, and sticking to the path so we don't kind of fall off on FOMO here, there, and everywhere. So stay tuned for that. I will send stuff out. I'll send out an email. We'll be talking about it on the podcast. Um, and uh, and I'll be, of course, talking about it in my social channels. But this is, so understanding what to do, we're going to talk more about, and that's where you can get, you know, more information and access to that. But for now, what I want to cover with you today are, is where you should really pay attention because at any age, not a hundred percent of the time, right? A hundred percent is not realistic, but at any age, for the most part, you should feel good. Your energy should be pretty smooth. You should be able to sleep through the night. Again, we're talking this 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, things should be good. If you're in that pocket, I think you can rest assured you don't need to worry. And that, and you know this because if you're feeling really good 80% of the time, the 20% doesn't bug you so much, right? So here are the five things that you should pay attention to a little bit that your body tells us. One is your cycle. If you are bleeding, right? If you're a regular bleeder, so I still have a regular period, you know, you want to pay attention to that. You want to pay attention to the color of your menstrual blood. You want to know if there's changes in there. Um, it is obviously normal as we get closer to menopause, to that actual menopause, to not have a regular period. But you want to pay attention and know, you know, am I having like am I getting to that point? If you're having that and you really, it's a little early for you, you want to know these things because people think it's menopause and more often than not, it has a lot to do with stress and nutrition and we get to control those things, right? Number two is your moods. 
you need to pay attention to your moods because as in perimenopause, we're not getting the same amount of estrogen coming at us. And estrogen is like those rose colored glasses. So if you're feeling less patient, you're feeling more irritated, you need to pay attention to those things. Not that they're happening. It sucks that they're happening. We do need to work on, you know, mindfulness and, and ways for us to have a little bit more space and patience between our our emotions and our reaction. But more importantly, you need to pay attention to the trigger. What is triggering you to be impatient? Because nine times out of 10, I've seen this in my clients and in myself, what is triggering you is a problem. It's either a boundary you need to, you're not setting, or it's an area of help that you're not asking for, probably because you're a people pleaser. So pay attention to your moods, okay? Your cravings, number three, pay attention to your cravings. Again, if you are having an energy slump in the afternoon and you're, you're looking for sugar, it can be one of a couple of things. One, you might need more sleep. If your body is literally craving energy, it's going to look for it in sugar because sugar is fast. So you might need to be sleeping a bit more than you are. And that should be a priority. It could be that you are trying to procrastinate or numb an emotion that you're not that you're not dealing with right now. And look, sometimes we don't feel like dealing with stuff and that's okay. But at the end of the day, it's going to come up and you need to deal with it. And if you're eating to cover that up, that's called abuse. You're abusing the food just because it's socially acceptable doesn't mean it's not a drug because you're probably not eating carrots. So let's, you know, make sure that we are not numbing and stuffing down the emotions or the procrastination or the thing, again, that we need to change in our life. Remember, perimenopause highlights what is already bothering us in life, okay? The other reason for a craving is that we might be an addict. You might be addicted to either alcohol or sugar or caffeine, and you have to address that at some point in time. Like somehow the world says it's normal and it's okay and it's culturally fine that we, you know, drink caffeine and alcohol and sh eat sugar. But what we do know, especially about alcohol and sugar, is that they are equally as damaging to our body and equally as addictive to cocaine. And maybe people, if it was culturally okay, would be out doing a lot more cocaine if it weren't the fact that it's illegal and totally, you know, looked frowned upon. <laughs> but let's get real about what these substances are. If you are addicted, you are addicted and you need to address that. Um, okay, number four is your ability to lose weight. If you cannot lose weight, something's not right and you're trying, okay? Something is not right in your body and you need to figure out or you need to start exploring if you should be losing weight, you should be able to lose weight and you're not, we need to figure out how to get your body back into a balanced place, right? If you're in a place where your energy, you know, is consistent and you're sleeping pretty well and you're doing things that really, you know, should help you lose weight, like you're eating whole foods and you're, you know, eating in a calorie deficit and you're not losing weight, then you know that that we need to kind of work on some other inflammation and dig a little deeper in the body. And of course, the, the fifth one is digestive issues, okay? If you are not, sorry, there goes my alarm. I guess I'm getting long-winded on this episode. <laughs> if you are <laughs> not, um, oh, now I've just lost, lost my full train of thought. 
a digestion. If you're not having a regular bowel movement every single day, if you're having any type of indigestion, like a lot of burping, belching, gas, bloating, that's not normal. Something else is going on and we can fix this pretty simply. So as always, make sure that if you haven't been to your healthcare practitioner in a while, go, you know, get a lab, you know, get your labs done, have your pap test, do your workup. But I'm going to tell you, most of you are going to come back and the doctor is going to say you're totally fine. That yes, you're in, yeah, obviously your hormones are a little, you're in perimenopause, whatever they might say, you know, so as long as you don't have some crazy diagnosable, you know, syndrome or disease, most of you can fix this on your own. Just remember, like that's what that's what my one-on-one coaching is for. That's what this podcast is about. That's what the member the perimenopause posse is about that'll be launching in a couple of weeks. So please stay tuned for that. I will walk you through how to heal yourself and how to follow through on healing yourself and why you want to heal yourself. Remember, this is one wild and precious life that we have and you do not want to be consumed by how your body feels instead of living your life, right? Just remember Before you go to your doctor and go on any medicine or go on any hormone stuff, make sure you've done the work to balance out the foundation of your body. Make sure you have genuinely done that work because if you haven't, it doesn't matter what you go on. You cannot, you, there's a lot of conditions that we have in perimenopause is one of them where it doesn't apply to drugs. It only applies to food medicine. Okay. All right, guys, those are your five things that you really should feel good in and pay attention to. Um, Please, you know, rate and review this podcast. Send me a little screenshot of it. Share it with a friend. Send me a screenshot of it and I'll send you my meditations. I hope that you have an amazing day and let's spend 2023 feeling freaking amazing. No? Okay. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.